You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say happy December. You know, this is our last month of the decade. This is the last month of 2019. I'm just like really excited about this month, you know, not even just about 2019, I mean 2020, but I'm excited about what God is going to do as he completes this decade. Like I just believe that I've said this last week's episode that God doesn't have to wait to the new year to do anything. And so I believe that for a lot of us, he's going to tie up some loose ends from 2019. He's going to answer some prayers from this decade. And I'm just excited to see what he does in the lives of his people. Honestly, Um, shout out to everybody that's coming to our Find Your Voice Academy retreat for podcasters this week. We have our final retreat of 2019, my final event of 2019. I, I cannot believe I've done six events this year, all within like the past six months or so. We, we've had, uh, we had the tour, so that was four events. And then we had the retreat two weeks ago in November. And then now we have our December retreat. So I'm excited, man. I'm I just know that this is going to be an amazing event. The November one blew my mind, like I told you guys. And so I'm excited for what God has in store for this particular group. And of course, if you guys are interested, if you um, want to start a podcast, if you have a podcast and you're not seeing the reach or the profitability that you want to see, because we're not just teaching you how to start a show. It's easy to start a show logistically. That's why everybody has a podcast. What's not easy is creating a show that reaches the masses as well as a show that's profitable, right? I could never do anything besides my podcast and we'll live a very comfortable life just from what we make from the show. You know, this show reaches millions of people every year. I've created other shows where I've been able to duplicate that success. So I'm really excited for uh, the knowledge and things that we're going to be sharing or that we have been sharing at these retreats specifically for podcasters. We're doing something that I personally never seen done before. I was very ambitious with this retreat. Um, I was very, I had high ambition for what I wanted to do. And so I I'm personally feel like with great risk or with, you can't have a great reward without great risk. And so we took the risk and promised some big things and November just proved our ability to execute them. So I'm hype. I'm hype nonetheless. So if you are interested Um, I'll put the link in the show notes for you to review like everything that our uh, media company Anchor Media is about, everything about the retreat and then information on how you can apply to come in March. All right. So that's it for the church announcement. Let's get right into today's episode. The title of today's show is for powerhouses only. Now, I talked about powerhouses in the last few episodes. I mentioned just how I believe that God has called some very powerful people to listen to this platform and to be connected with me. I believe that one of my purposes 
um, in this journey and what God is doing through me is to help elevate or put people on a platform that he's called. You know, that's why I'm very particular about who I allow on this show. For me, I could care less how many followers you have. I could care less about how much money you make. I get pitches for people to be on this show every single day and I do not accept any of them because I take great responsibility and pride in the platform that God has blessed me with. And I'm not going to just have anybody on here that I want to promote something or anybody on here that I think is going to build, going to bring a couple more listeners to it. God has, a, has taken this show from zero to millions with just God and me and him and doing what he says. So yeah, I don't care who sends me an email to be on this show because God has already shown me what's possible if I just partner with him and do what he says. So I don't really care what nobody else talking about, but because we've had so many events this year, I've met so many of you guys in person through the retreats or through the, um, tour, or just, if I go and speak somewhere, I meet a lot of you guys. So just over the course of the last few years, even doing this podcast, we'll be celebrating three years of podcasting next month. Praise God. I've been talking to y'all every week for three years. When is the last time you did something consistently for three years? Like it's crazy that we're coming up on this three year mark. But nevertheless, over the last few years, I've been able to meet a lot of you guys in person and God has really blessed me with being able to see the roots of people. Like I have a really good gift of discerning the spirits and, and I'm really gifted with being able to see people, not by how you look exterior on the exterior, not by whatever mask you put on or not by whatever. I don't even care. Like whatever you may be caught up in, in the moment, I can see straight to who God called somebody to be. And so um, with that gift, I've met so many people and I'm like, wow, they're so powerful and they don't even know it. Like you're such a powerhouse and you don't even understand the magnitude of who you are yet. Like I sit and I talk to people and I just listen to them and I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what God does through you. And it just, it just warms my heart. And I think one of the mantles on my life is to help push a lot of those gifts to the masses. And so you guys will hear a lot of people on the show in the new year who may not have huge platforms or anything like that, but they are beasts in the spirit. Okay. Um, but I wanted, because of that reason, I wanted to do this show specifically for the powerhouses. And I know that there are a lot of people, like I said, who listen to this show, who are powerhouses. And I want to be very clear about who I'm calling a powerhouse. I'm not talking about people who are already influencers or, and I could be talking about you too. I'm not trying to exclude anybody who has achieved levels of success. But what I'm saying is I'm not only talking to that group. I'm not only talking to the group of people who have amassed uh, a certain amount of listeners on their shows or or you're already booked and busy and just out here, or you have like a huge, um, maybe YouTube subscribers and things like that. I'm not only talking to those people. I'm talking to those people who are out there changing lives in their everyday life, who go into their churches and you may be on the, on some ministry and your church may only have 20 people, but the, what you're doing in the lives of those 20 people is monumental. You know, those people who you may think that you're just a wife, you may think that you're just a mom, but God has a mantle on your life. 
and you are a powerhouse as well. I'm, I don't want to exclude you because a lot of you guys, when I say powerhouses, I know you're not even thinking I'm talking about, you know, but baby, I'm talking about you too. You who don't see yourself as a powerhouse, you who know that, that God has called you to do things, but you haven't figured out what it is yet, where you feel like there's a call on your life, but you're struggling with identifying that purpose. I'm talking to you as well. And I want to be very, very clear about that because we in society have defined what power or success is, and that is not God's definition of it. If you look at the people, just study the word of God, like look at the the prophets and the people who God called and just simply look at how regular they were. Like that's the person I really want you to open your ears today when I say powerhouses. And I'm using that word because I need for you to start referring to yourself as a powerhouse. So for today's episode, I'm talking to my powerhouses, those people God has called. And even if you still don't believe that you fall in that category, listen to this episode anyway, because like I said, I'm a firm believer that God has sent some powerful individuals to this podcast, whether you recognize it yet or not. But I really want to have a conversation with those people because my spirit has been so grieved lately. And I talk about this on the show. So y'all hear me saying just how frustrated Or you could hear how frustrated I am a lot of the times with uh, leaders who are not upholding certain standards or leaders who are mishandling God's sheep, who are, I said last week, building mantles or building altars to themselves and not redirecting people back to the father, people who are teachers, but they don't open their Bibles. Like, I just believe that there is such responsibility And being called to the masses or even being called to anybody, there's so much responsibility in making sure that um, you do your due diligence as a leader of others. And so I do believe that we are approaching a season where God is going to change the tide in a sense where he's going to start uprooting those who are not for him and start elevating those who are for him, but haven't been given the opportunity yet. And I believe that a lot of you guys who are listening to this show, you're going to start seeing shifts in your own life. You're going to start getting emails coming for opportunities that you didn't ask for or apply for. You're going to start seeing the numbers boost in your podcast and you're not going to have any idea how that happened. You're going to start seeing people reaching out to you for partnerships and things that's going to put you on new levels that you are going to be pretty much shocked about. God is putting your name in the the ear of people. He's created a seat for you at the table in high places and he's going before you and he's working some things out and I believe that he's been doing that but in this upcoming season he's going to you're going to start seeing what's already been worked out in the spirit this episode of the blessed and bossed up podcast is brought to you by SoFi investing is always top of mind for me y'all know I'm passionate about like building generational wealth. The Bible even says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So that's something that I'm always thinking about. And if you're like most millennials and like me, you know, you should be investing, but you're not exactly sure where you should start getting your money right. And and building that inheritance does not have to be hard. SoFi makes investing so easy. It's the first platform to offer stocks, crypto, and automated investing all in one. You'll even get access to SoFi's financial advisors who can answer any questions that you have at no additional cost. 
Taking control of your investing shouldn't be rocket science and it shouldn't be intimidating. SoFi Invest makes it super easy for anyone starting to invest with as little as $1. You can even buy a piece of companies like Amazon, Google, or Disney with SoFi stock bits at whatever amount that you want. See for yourself how easy it is to start investing with SoFi at SoFi.com slash blessed. Fund your SoFi Invest account and receive $25 in mystery stock. Yes, that's free stock, you guys, just for signing up. Go to SoFi.com slash blessed to claim your free stock today. That's S-O-F-I dot com slash blessed. SoFi Lending Corp, CFL number 6054612. Let's get back to the show. And so I wanted to talk to this group of people specifically because I was once the person who knew I had a calling on my life, but I wouldn't say not trying, I wasn't trying to accept it, but for one, I didn't understand the magnitude of the mantle on my life. And also I underestimated the journey. I was under the impression that when you started following God, that everything was just going to be roses and everything was going to fall into place. And I, I didn't, I underestimated what I was going to have to fight through and what I was going to have to do to be prepared for what God has for me. And so I, I took a second and I just wrote down a couple of points that I wanted to share with my powerhouses that I really want you guys to understand I really want you guys to think about, I want you guys to pray about them and really get this in your heart because this journey that God has for you is one that is so worth everything that you're going to have to go through. But I would be lying to you if I told you that it was going to be easy. And when I meet a lot of people and I talk to them and I see the powerhouse in them, a lot of times they get blinded. The enemy is so effective in distracting us against who... Mm, let me make sure I say this right. The enemy is so effective in distracting us or distorting the image of who we are. And I'm not, when I say who you are, I'm not talking about how you see yourself in a moment. I'm talking about who you are. I'm talking about Jeremiah 1, 5, before he formed you in his mother's womb, he knew you. That's who I'm speaking to. And a lot of times the enemy distracts us through life, through circumstances, through various trials and things like that. And we start to adopt this identity that's less than who God calls us to be. We start to accept things in our life that's less than what God has for us. We get caught up in jobs that we're not, we aren't supposed to continue in because they're comfortable. Like there's so many, the enemy is ineffective. He's good at his job. Trust me. But God is will is better than him, will always be better than him. And we have the victory over whatever it is that the enemy tries to throw our way. And so I wanted to reveal a few things to you guys in hopes that it makes this journey of being a powerhouse a lot easier for you. I always say like it's easier to take a punch to the face if it's if you know that it's coming, right? You got time to bob and weave a little bit. You could put your guard up, whatever. But when you get hit and it's unexpected, it hurts a little more um, and it, the recovery may be a little bit longer. So I just wanted to share a couple things that I've learned over my journey for you guys. I don't want to be a preacher today. I just want to talk. I just want to talk to my powerhouses, my people who are called and I just want to have a, a real sister to sister conversation with you. I hope that's cool with you guys. So the first point is you got to be obedient through the fear. 
Let me tell you something. God ain't going to call you to something that you're comfortable with. Of course, it's going to be scary. You're not getting yourself there. Is The fear is going to come, but it cannot paralyze you. We know the scripture. He, uh, I'm not, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So whenever fear creeps in, don't allow that to dictate your behavior because that's not yours. Remember a few episodes ago, we talked about watching what you say or your language, but you got to watch what you do as well. Are your actions aligning with what you say? If God tells you to do something and you're saying and you're afraid of it and you may say out loud, God didn't give me a spirit of spirit of fear, but of power, love a sound mind, but then you're procrastinating on what he told you to do. That's an issue. You're agreeing through your actions with the fear because procrastination is still disobeying God. Don't think because you say you're going to do it, that that somehow uh, it means the same thing as obedience. No, it don't work like that. You have to do what God told you to do, despite how you feel about it. And, and you have to, and I want you to understand just from my own journey that at some point it will all make sense. Like, under, like y'all listen to this show, right? And I think sometimes people may listen to me now and you may forget how afraid I was last, was it last year? Two years ago, how afraid I was two years ago. You know what I mean? When God told me to change the podcast from what it was to what it is now, I was afraid. I never talked about God this much. I never, I didn't know the word this much. I didn't feel qualified to be speaking on the things of the Lord. I didn't feel qualified to speak what he tells me to speak. I was scared to death. I was so afraid to change the podcast over, but I had to make a decision. Was I going to allow the fear to keep me in disobedience because I was comfortable with what I was doing? Or was I truly going to allow my actions to line up with what I said? When I, a lot of us say, God, I want to know my purpose. God, I want to live out what you have for me. God, I want to um, fulfill my destiny. But are you really willing to do that? Are your actions allow, aligning with what you say you want? You can't say, God, I want you to elevate me. And then he gives you an instruction and you don't do it because you're afraid of it. That doesn't make sense. We got to make sure that our actions aren't being counterproductive to our faith. Make sure that your actions are not counterproductive to your faith. You have to just understand that fear is going to be a part of it. Anytime you're not doing something in your own strength, there's a certain level of trust that you have to have, right? And a lot of us, we are, we allow fear to take over because we don't truly trust God. And y'all know how I am about being honest. If trusting God is your, is what you're struggling with, deal with that because you're not going to be able to fulfill what he has for you. If you don't trust him, I couldn't have changed my podcast over. If I didn't trust God, God didn't show me we was going to be impacting millions of people when he told me to change it. He didn't show me that. God didn't show me at first when he told me to go on tour, he didn't show me the magnitude of what that tour was going to mean or what was going to happen in those rooms. He showed me later. He showed me after I signed them contracts, put them tickets on sales and had myself locked in legally to do it. He didn't show me that until after that. I had a huge fear of doing live events and I've shared that prior to doing um, any of my events. I had a fear of doing live events. I was scared to death. What if people don't come? 
What if I've, I've paid all this money and nobody shows up and I've just lost all this money? What if I don't even have the money to do this in the first place? Because I've told y'all about the tour. We ain't had no money to be doing what we did. What if I like? What if I do this retreat and nobody comes? This retreat costs over ten thousand dollars to do. Like, let's keep it funky. It costs over ten grand to do. So, God, I, how can I commit to spending ten thousand dollars for this event and nobody buys a ticket? I had to trust God. I was scared to death, y'all. I was scared. But what was I going to do? Am I going to sit here and be afraid? And let the enemy bombard me with what ifs? Was I going to sit here and be afraid and, and keep speaking back to it, but my actions aren't aligning with it? Was I going to keep saying I had faith, but not putting in any work behind that? No, I had to just do what it is that God told me to do and trust that he will look out. And he's looked out every single time. Now, I told y'all we've done six events this week after this retreat, we'll make six events we've done in one year coming from a person who was scared to death to do any live event, small or big, any live event I was scared to death to do. So we've done six in one year. You think I'm still scared to do live events? Heck no, because of the way God has continued to show up as a result of me just doing it, despite how I felt about it. And so now when, and, and so now when God tells me to do things, Fear is not that big of a deal anymore. Sometimes it'd be like, who got you sure? Cause that's a, that's kind of big, but all right. Cause all I can do, all I have to do is take a second and remind myself of everything else I've done scared and the result of it. Keep track of, of your, of what God is doing in your life. And I've said this before, and I hope you guys are taking the things that I'm saying and really applying them to your life. Keep score. Cause I promise you, God is undefeated. Keep score. And whenever you're feeling afraid, think back to the last thing that you were scared to do. I already know that God is going to have me doing things internationally. Is it scary? Absolutely. Going to places I've never been before, going to places that may speak a different language uh, than I speak. Yes, it's scary, but God is undefeated. So at this point, it's like, all right, cool, it's scary, but let's do it. Because this is just something else for God to blow my mind with. It's fun now. It's fun now to obey God because he's so undefeated. This episode is brought to you by Native. Y'all know I love me some Native, right? Like I've tried uh, other brands of deodorants before. I've even broken out from deodorant before. And Native has just been everything to me ever since they sent me one of the products. Native creates safe, simple, effective products that people use in their bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Native products are made in the USA with ingredients thoughtfully sourced from around the world. Native deodorants can hang with your busy mom life, a long workday, a workout, whatever it is you have going on, Native can hang in there with you. People are loving Native as they have over 9,000 five-star reviews. I love the lavender and rose scent. Y'all know I'm an advocate. This one smells so good. I'm getting another scent soon, but I love this one right here. And I just can't believe how long it lasts. And I love knowing that what I'm putting on my body is natural. Their deodorants are aluminum-free and made with trusted ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. Although Native is priced at a slight premium compared to other deodorants, it is both safe and effective. For 20% off your purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code BLESSED during checkout. 
Again, for 20% off, you guys, your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code BLESSED during checkout. Let's get back to the show. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life, making birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Whether you're brand new to birth control or just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile, a doctor reviews that you're a good candidate for birth control, and writes a prescription. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. A better way to get birth control is finally here. I remember, as you guys know, I got married uh, legally six months before my wedding. And so during that six month time period, I was like very, very strict about getting on birth control because I didn't want to get pregnant and not be able to fit my dress and it just all be (laughs) downhill from there. Right. So uh, getting birth control was such a hassle because I already had a super long to do list as I'm preparing for our wedding. And then I had to add in going to the doctors, get the prescription, dealing with getting it filled and all of these other things I personally wish that I had simple health as an option back then when I really needed it don't miss your chance to drive simple health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com blessed or entering code blessed at checkout now remember simple health is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor you guys still go see your OB, but definitely check out Simple Health for all of your birth control needs. Again, try Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash blessed or entering code blessed at checkout. One more time, simplehealth.com slash blessed or enter blessed at checkout. Let's get back to the show. That was point number one. I'm going to try to get through these because there's six of them. I'm going to try to get to these so we can um, answer some questions. But point number two, you have to get comfortable not fitting in. You know, when when we talk about or they talk about like in politics and things, the 1%, like the 1% of the world, the super wealthy individuals. What's so funny to me is a lot of people want to be in the 1%. But you got to understand if you're in a 1% of anything, there are 99% of people who can't relate. And a lot of you guys are the change maker for your family. So you can't expect to be the one that changes the course of your bloodline and people understand what's going on or people get it. If they got it, they would have did it. Right. So don't go into this or go into anything that God is calling you to do wanting people to understand it's just unrealistic and you got to be okay with being by yourself you have to be okay with it just being you and God and his approval being the only thing that you're working for because people are never going to understand even and I and one thing that I notice is a lot of times we put a lot on even people that we respect spiritually or let's say if you have a prophet or somebody who's prophetic in your life and you go to them often the bible even says we understand in part we prophesy in part we understand in part even prophets don't know everything they know a lot they're extremely important have a lot of insight but they may not know everything you they, not they may not they do not know everything so you 
have to still be able to consult with God and he be the only approval that you need. One thing that I want you guys to practice is when God tells you to do something, just do it and don't talk to anybody about it. It's as simple as that. We as people just require too much, too much acceptance. And it's, it's something that's going to ultimately cripple you and it's going to keep you stuck. If you feel like you need approval of any man, any person to do what it is that God told you to do. If somebody comes up to me and says, God told me to do this, what do you think? I'm going to say, I think you should do what God told you to do. I'm not giving you my opinion if God gave you an instruction. Who am I? So you guys have to exercise that. Get comfortable with being the minority. Get comfortable with people not understanding. Get comfortable with walking by yourself. And if walking by yourself and being able to just go with God and no other person, if that is hard for you, then get to the root of that. Is it something that's childhood related to where you felt abandoned? And so now being alone is triggering for you. Like if there's a, a root to everything that we deal with. And so it's important that we identify those, those things because it is through that healing that we're going to be able to be better at the things that God called us to do. So if the root of it is abandonment or something like that, then it's important to remove and pray and fast for that stronghold to be removed from your life. It's important to go to therapy and talk that out with a professional, preferably one that is Christian as well, because that is something that is going to have to get solved in order for you to be able to successfully navigate the plan that God has for you. One of my biggest insecurities with doing the things that God has called me to do now, speaking about him and all of these things, especially on this podcast, was that people wouldn't be able to accept it from me. You know, and the root of that was my whole life And when I say accept, I mean, receive it and it actually work. I don't care if like somebody likes me or not at this point, but more so I want to be effective with anything that I do. Like, I don't want to be on the show just talking every week and your life not change. I feel like I'm doing God a disservice. And so for me, I felt like I couldn't, because of something in me, I couldn't be effective. Like I felt like, because I'm not going to come on here and be all super proper with you guys, that people wouldn't be able to accept that. Or because I was going to come with all of my flaws and be unapologetic about not being perfect, that people would not accept that from me because I've, I felt like, or I've seen or my perception of people who speak about God is you have to dress a certain type of way. You have to be so graceful and perfect and you speak with proper grammar and all of these things. And that was not me. Like I use double negatives in my sentence. Now I know how to speak. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, this is a podcast, right? I don't have to come on here perfect. The great thing about a podcast is you can get on and you can be yourself. Now, if I'm going to speak in a room of a certain type of caliber, let's say it's just a room of, um, that's super professional. I know how to turn it on, right? I've worked in corporate America. I know how to code switch and turn it on in order to fit that environment and be appropriate for that environment. But when it comes to my podcast, nah, y'all gonna get me. Like I said, I'll say some double negatives. I don't pronounce all my E's and R. See, I say I don't instead of I don't. That's how I speak in real life. I'm going to talk to you how I talk to anybody else. I'm not going to come on here and be anybody but myself. And I was committed to that when I started podcasting. And even when um, I, God told me to switch it over, I'm like, 
God, I can't do this and not be me. I can't create a brand or an image. That's not me. I feel like I'm going to spend my whole entrepreneurial journey trying to live up to something that's not truly who I am. And God was really showing me, I don't need you to be nobody else. I made you. I know who you are. I know you, you got a little edge to you. I know that, but people need that. But I was my insecure, my biggest insecurity and what fed my fear into not wanting to do this was I wasn't confident that people would be able to receive me as me. And the root of that was my whole life. People would tell me, Tatum, you can't say that. You can't say that that way. You need to change the way you do this. Why are you doing that? Like it, how I spoke or the manner in which I spoke, because I'm such a, a straightforward, blunt person. I don't like to sugarcoat things. I don't like to romanticize anything. I'm just a straight to the point type of person. People my whole life tried to change that about me. And so because I've always, I've been conditioned to thinking that being straightforward is wrong when it came to being myself on the show, I thought I had to change that. But guess what? I didn't because God said I didn't. He said there are people that are going to need that authenticity. The, the You being yourself is the magic. You being authentic and being honest and just being real is what is going to draw people to you. My people need that. And so I, I was like, okay, here we go. And I just did it. And here we are, like, here we are. But if I would have talked to somebody else about it and said, hey, oh, man, God is calling me to do this, but I, I don't feel like I fit the mold of what somebody who he's, he's calling me to do would be. If I talked to people about that, they would have probably told me, yeah, you probably should study like the top um, faith-based speakers or whoever they would have told me to study. Because honestly, I don't really know too many people that's doing this. So they probably wouldn't have had no answers for me anyway. But they would have probably told me, yeah, you should probably do this or you should probably do that. Now I would have had all of these voices in my head as opposed to just doing what God told me to do. I believe the secret to my success up until this point is my ability to create boundaries, spiritual boundaries. And what I mean by that is whatever God is telling me to do, I don't even provide the opportunity for somebody to come in and distort it in any type of way. I ask God for specifics and that's it. I think a lot of us, God gives us an instruction and then we go ask people about the details, but the same God who gave you the assignment will give you the details and the strategy on completing that assignment. I don't go to anybody else for that. And if I do go to, now I do have people in my life who are, I consider a wise counsel and, but I don't even go to them without having all of what God is willing to give me about it, if that makes sense. So if I go to somebody, if God says, okay, let's take this, this let's take the tour, for example, because it's recent. God says, go on tour. I, go, I say, God, where are we going? He tells me the cities that we're, we're going to. God, who's going on tour with me? He says, take a vial on tour with you. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm planning out this tour. The tour foundation is already set. I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm going to do it. All of these things. Now, the only time I'll open up the door to my wise counsel, because we need wise counsel. And I understand that I have not been in ministry 
for long. I mean, I haven't really been in ministry at all. Like I don't consider this ministry. It's not traditional ministry. I don't know what this is. Y'all just be doing what God say. Right. So, uh, I can't categorize this, but, um, I know people who have been, or I have people in my life who have been in ministry for 20 plus years, who I trust, who God has assigned to me to help me through this season and and through the things that he asked me to do. And I'll go into them and say, Hey, I'm going on tour. Can you just pray with me or pray for me? I want to make sure when I go into these cities that I'm operating in wisdom, that when I'm encountering these people in person, that I'm operating in wisdom, that do you have any advice on how I can make sure that even in the midst of being um, distracted in the sense of there being a lot going on with the event or me having to not only speak and things, but make sure logistically the event is right. Do you have any advice just to make sure that I'm keeping my ears sensitive to the Holy spirit, because I want this to ultimately be what God wants it to be in each individual city. So I'll ask these type of questions for wisdom. This episode is brought to you by fab fit fun. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. With FabFitFun, you get over $200 worth of products for just $49.99 per season. Remember, these are full-size products, you guys, so you would pay more for them if you pay for the individual products than for the whole entire box. I'm in love with the winter box that they sent me. And if I'm being honest with you guys, I felt like I was getting way more than $49.99 worth. Like I was like, y'all put maybe too much in these boxes. There was so many full-size things. I had full-size shampoo and lotion and eyeshadow palettes and these really awesome slippers that are going to come in handy in this DC cold. But it was just so much stuff and they all were full-size. Like I can't emphasize enough how awesome it is to have a box that has full size products and not those little mini ones that most people send. And what's also awesome about the company is that many of the products are from female founded businesses and each season they partner with a nonprofit to raise funds and awareness. The Fat Fifth Fund membership even goes way beyond the box itself. Like members also receive access to on-demand videos from Fat Fit Fund TV. And so with that, you get exclusive content from experts like Venus Williams, Jillian Michaels, and so many more. Use coupon code BOSSED UP. For $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Again, use coupon code BOSSEDUP for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Let's get back to the show. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life making birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Whether you're brand new to birth control or just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile, a doctor reviews that you're a good candidate for birth control, and writes a prescription. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. A better way to get birth control is finally here. 
I remember, as you guys know, I got married uh, legally six months before my wedding. And so during that six month time period, I was like very, very strict about getting on birth control because I didn't want to get pregnant and not be able to fit my dress and it just all be (laughs) downhill from there. Right. So uh, getting birth control was such a hassle because I already had a super long to do list as I'm preparing for our wedding. And then I had to add in going to the doctors, get the prescription, dealing with getting it filled and all of these other things. I personally wish that I had Simple Health as an option back then when I really needed it. Don't miss your chance to drive Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash blessed or entering code blessed at checkout. Now remember, Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor, you guys. Still go see your OB, but definitely check out Simple Health for all of your birth control needs. Again, try Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash blessed or entering code blessed at checkout. One more time, simplehealth.com slash blessed or enter blessed at checkout. Let's get back to the show. And so what will usually happen is they'll pray for me. Um, They'll say, hey, you know, this city is really dealing with this. So for example, um, God had already given me the message for um, Chicago. We did poverty breakers there. And so as I'm talking to my wise counsel, they're like, hey, this is a really, poverty is, a the spirit of poverty is heavy in this area. So make sure that you are, Uh, fasting and praying specifically for poverty, uh, the spirit of poverty to be released and specifically in Chicago. That's what wise counsel will do. They not telling me you should go to this city or why you going to this, this city and not that one. Or you said that the tickets cost this much. Why don't you change the price to We That's not up for debate. Me and God already handled that. Now, when I open up the door for any type of, uh, anything, It's specifically wise counsel. And that's why you have to make sure the right people that God has placed in your life is there. Wise counsel ain't just your homegirls that you've known all your your whole years or whatever. Like you got to really pray and see God on who your wise counsel is because they'll even be able to um, make sure that they're not trying to distort what God told you to do. But instead, they're just giving you wisdom. Okay, so that was point number two, you guys. Get comfortable with not fitting in. And then I guess 2A, a little bonus was make sure that you have, um, that you're not asking other people for opinions with what God called you to do. Create those boundaries and create a lifestyle to where you're just doing what God told you to do without anybody else's opinions. Point number three, and this was probably the most important one. Get ready to fight. Get ready to fight. Period. I'm not even going to go too in too much detail because we talk about not being spiritually soft and all of those things. But please believe powerhouses when you're called to something, you're going to go through things. You're going to fight in order for diamonds to be made. They got to go through pressure. Wine, the the grape has to be crushed. There's the oil, the olive has to be crushed. You're going to go through things. Things are going to hurt. They're not going to feel good, but do not, I repeat, do not 
operate by how you feel. You can acknowledge how you feel, but you better stand on what you know and you better do what God called you to do. It's not going to be easy. It will be worth it, but it will not be easy. And you're going to have to fight through some things. You're going to have to fight even when nobody understands what you're fighting for. You're going to have to pray and fast even when people don't understand why you're doing it. You're going to have to keep uh, remain on your celibacy journey. I don't know who that's for. Remain on your celibacy journey, even when everybody else is having sex and, and you don't understand why um, they're having, they're able to, to still prosper in their lives, but you've made this decision to keep your body. And it seems like things aren't working out for you. You're going to have to fight. It's the enemy's job to make you quit. Don't, don't quit. How you going to quit when, is, when the victory is already yours? We've gone over this. I'm not even going to keep going into this subject, but I just have to remind you that you have to be prepared to fight. One of these days, I'm going to list out all of my blessings and all of the things that people think are so great. And I'm going to list out every single thing I had to lose to get it. And I'm going to list out every single fight that I had to go through in order to get what people admire so much. This is not an easy journey. I could fill up an ocean with as many tears of pain that I've cried this year, but it's a part of it. It's just a part of it. A lot of you guys are going through things right now and you're on the borderline of giving up. You're on the borderline of giving up because you didn't expect it to be this hard or you're mad at God because of how hard it is. And that's what the enemy will do. He will make you mad at God to get you to abort the mission. Don't abort the mission. Stay the course. Don't grow weary in doing the right thing. You have to commit and stay committed even when it's difficult. Every person, I I promise you, if you ask every person that you admire what they had to go through to get to where they are, they will have some stories for you. But we live in a society where the highlight reel is how is always on display. And I mean, I understand it in a sense, because who's trying to really be posting everything bad that happened? You know, we I mean, let's just keep it real for a second. Nobody wants to post all of their bad times and things like that. You post the good times because you're excited and you want to share those things. So just when you are on like social media and, and listening to people and things like that, understand that you are only getting a part of the story. You're never going to fully understand and don't compare whatever you're going through to what somebody else is doing. Don't compare your numbers uh, and trying to figure out why this person made all of this money this month or this week or whatever. And I'm following God and I didn't make that. All of that comparison just takes you away from what it is that you're doing. So again, you guys be ready to fight. Check your feelings at the door. Your feelings are not factual. Your feelings are a lie. If they, if they are not in alignment with what the word of God says, your feelings will get you caught up. Your feelings will have you miss what God has for you. And my powerhouses, I don't want you to miss what God has for you because the world needs you. People need you. There are souls that are attached to your obedience. There are so many people who need what God has placed on the inside of you. So you have to fight. If you can't fight for yourself, fight for them, fight for your children, fight for your children's children. But we need you to keep going. We can't let depression have you. We can't let anxiety have you. We can't let people please and have you. We uproot all those things right now in the name of Jesus. We need you to fight. We need you to fight. And be ready for it. 
For those of you guys who may not be going through a storm at this moment, and I'm not saying you're going to always be going through something, you're not. You don't have great seasons. My The first half of this year for me was a mess because I was just like, God, what? And I, yeah, it was a lot. But the second half, I was like, oh, okay. It makes sense. Who I'm glad I stuck that out. You know, that's how I felt. Once the tide kind of turned. And so is you're going to always go through stuff, y'all. Like be ready to fight. It's not going to always be a fight, but understand that you are going to have to go through things. And a lot of times the biggest fight is attached to exactly what you're supposed to be helping people with. You're struggling with people pleasing because in people bondage, because you're going to help people be free from that. You're struggling in your relationships because you're going to help people be free from that. You're struggling with maintaining your purity Because you're going to help teach people how to live a lifestyle that's pure, how to date without having sex, how to, um, how to have a healthy marriage. You're struggling in your marriage because you're going to teach people how to stay on your face before the Lord, how to be a praying wife. Like a lot of the times what we are going through is, um, connected to what God is going to use us for. I believe I struggle so hard with obeying God and surrendering my business and allowing him to truly be the CEO of it. I struggle so much with that because the very thing that I help people do, I struggle so much with finding my voice, with being able to be who I am and speak when God tells me to speak, because it's exactly what he called me to. And I'm able to talk to that person who is so powerful, but they don't see it. I'm able to speak to that in them because somebody spoke to that in me because God spoke to that in me. Because those were the things that I was crying and upset about. So be ready to fight, y'all. Just be ready to fight. And I'm actually going to wrap this up here. That was point number three. Um, I'm going to do the next three next week. Hopefully we get to some questions at some point, (laughs) y'all. I really be wanting to. But I have to just do and flow the way that God needs me to. Um, So to recap, point number one is obey through the fear. Obey through the fear. Point number two, get comfortable not fitting in. It is what it is. You have to walk alone sometimes. People ain't going to understand. They're not supposed to. It's not their journey. It's not their mission. They just ain't going to get it. Okay? They just ain't going to get it. And you just got to accept it. All right? Point number three, um, and the last one for this week is get ready to fight. Don't give up. Please, please don't give up. I feel like I've said that a lot. And I know that it's because some of you may be on the verge of it coming to the end of this year and you're not as optimistic about the new year or the new season as everybody else may be because of how much this season has been a struggle. But I promise you obeying God will never be in vain. And everything that the enemy is telling you that's making you want to give up, that's magnifying what you're going through is a lie from the pit of hell. And I declare and decree right now that you shall get through every valley that God may have you going through. You shall get through the waiting season. You shall get through the the, uh, wilderness season that you will not live a life of lack. That God will will supply, let me say it right, God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That God will continue to be Jehovah Jireh in your life, a a provider to you, that God will be Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha. Go and look up the different names of God and call him who he is and who you need him to be in this season of your life, baby. You cannot give up. And I don't know who that is for, but fight. 
I'm fighting with you. I'm fighting for you. I'm praying with you because I know for a fact how hard it is. And, but the world needs you. The world needs your yes. The nations need your yes. The enemy wants you to feel like you're insignificant. Like what you're doing isn't doing anything. Like it doesn't matter because what's going on in your life doesn't look the way that you thought it would look. And that needs to be a point. I'm going to add that to my list of eliminating expectations. Take your expectations and your timeline off of God and just do what he called you to do. Don't give up, says do not give up. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up here. Thank you guys so much. We'll do part two next week. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you in the next episode.